Oh, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> Sensational stuff. Oh, no. Oh, we know what's making the first part of the cut. Hello and welcome to The Boy and the Bear. Yes, as much as we hate to admit it, we've all got at least one mate on the other side of the Clyde. I am Patrick and I support Celtic. And I'm Scott, I support the mighty Glasgow Rangers. But to keep things on track, our good pal Steve is our host and referee. And just like the typical Scottish referee, I'm finding this a pretty impossible job. Before we get started, it would be great if you could subscribe to our podcast, wherever you may listen, and to follow us on Instagram at boybearpod. Please do send us any suggestions for topics, trivia questions, and general queries to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. And word of mouth is a powerful tool, so if you are enjoying the pod, then please do send it to folk who you think might like it. And we like to start our podcast with Scott and Patrick providing a compliment for each other's teams. Now, I usually decide who goes first based on the weekend results, and for that reason, boys, absolute no-brainer. Scotty boy, take it away. You're just trying to prolong his pain, aren't you? Absolutely, mate. Uh, so, the compliment for you, Patrick, not that there's much I can say this week, mate, but I'm going to say McGregor had a nice piece of skill, um, a wee cut back for, you know, O'Reilly to, ta- to tap in. It was a nice bit of skill. That's literally all I can really say. That's that's what you got from the 30 seconds worth of highlights you watched, eh? Um, 45 seconds, but yeah. Um, other, the other one I was going to say was... Uh, Brendan Rogers looked like Lord Palpatine, so that was going to be the other compliment. But, <laughs> or um, that Phillips finish. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do that, and I was saving that for later, but thanks. thanks. I mind when a certain mediator of this podcast said that Nat Phillips would be a great signing for Celtic. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm blaming sure. the management, to be honest with I, you. I, yeah, right. I don't blame you for struggling to come up with a compliment, Scott. We'll get into that in due course. Um, <laughs> I, I think I, my compliment would be fair play to Rangers for getting a man sent off and still... I don't think you conceded again after after the red card. Nope. Um so yeah, always always fair play doing that. And uh it was a toss up between that and Dessers getting another goal. But uh I think I've used him too many times. And he's also as I've been made aware, got a better record than any Celtic striker this season. So yeah. hard for me to start ripping into him again. <laughs> Well, it's been a great start for you, Paddy boy. Just, just quickly, Scott, I just wanted to ask your opinion. Red card, yes or no? Uh, I'm 50-50 on that one. That I means do, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I can see why it's given. However, I don't think there's any real intent for him to go and he's not going in to like, hurt the guy or take him out. He's just late with the challenge and unfortunately comes over the top of his leg. So Unfortunately, I think, stamps on his ankle. Yeah, I think on the letter of the, the law, it's a, it's a red, but not for me, no. <laughs> the law says yes, just, but not me. Yeah, just because you got your two cents in this part, I was like, no, nah, you know what? No, it's not a red card. <laughs> so Rangers force me to anything, though, yeah? Yep, just pay the masons. Well, I have to say to the to the listeners that um, Patrick was in charge of doing the document this week, and I had I did have a chuckle when I read the first talking point, just Celtic in crisis. So let's let's go straight into it. Can we play some dramatic music? You know, like... <laughs> it says Celtic in crisis? Question mark. Uh, I'll have you know, and uh, it is up for debate. It's um, the only positive I can take from this weekend is that for all Celtic have been a like well where awful at the weekend it's 
kind of hard for me to get my head around the fact that we're still top. Like, because if Celtic are capable of performances like that second half, then how the hell are Rangers still in second? <laughs> like, it's honestly It's because of a baffling. guy from London. That, yeah. That. I mean, it is. And that's 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 essentially what it comes down to, is we've given you back the head start that Michael Beale gave us. Yeah. And it's inexcusable. I'm going to probably try and make a few excuses, but it's inexcusable. And What are your top three? Nat Phillips isn't a player. Kyogo's missing. <laughs> Carter Vickers is injured. Sorted it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Podcast is over. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You've been listening to the boy and uh, not for us. Sponsored guy. by Kleenex. Packs about rapist tears. Not, not for us. Um, I mean, for, you got we got we stay straight in your stay there. You're buzzing. Look at absolutely. I've had my Belgian croissant this morning. Feeling wonderful. <laughs> First of all, I need to pay credit to Kilmarnock. I don't want to be that fan that says that Celtic lost the game. Kilmarnock definitely won that game and they came out in the second half and battered us. Like they they came out and they they wanted it more. And you could tell that they wanted it more and they were first at every single ball. It's that old cliche again, but they really were. They were quicker into every tackle. Even Matt O'Reilly came out after the game and said that Kilmarnock bullied us in the second half and he's spot on. It's unacceptable for Celtic players to get bullied at any stadium, but that is exactly what happened. And that's Rogers. I wonder if, if Rogers spoke to him in the canteen today. <laughs> well, so I hope that Rogers is speaking to the board somewhere higher than the canteen. But yeah, of, of Rogers' ten domestic defeats. Is it another show or no? Is that not where they offer contract from the show? <laughs> <laughs> Enter Neil Lennon three point Here we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, 10 of Rogers defeats his Celtic boss over his two spells. Uh, sorry, out of his 10 defeats, four of them have come, come at Kilmarnock after um, over his two spells. And I think the words bogey team would probably be applicable at this point. It's, I, you know, the really frustrating thing is, I remember even Sutton saying during the commentary, Celtic are going to regret these missed chances in a way, because, you know, with it, if we showed better finishing, all would have scored. We could have had a hat trick in the first half. If we're two, no, two or three nil up going into that second half, then the game's as good as done. But we again don't take our chances. And then honestly, lads, that second half. I remember I was texting our group chat saying we're going to lose this. Yep. And because you could just tell, as soon as Kilmarnock equalised, I had no faith in us getting a winner. And that I've not felt like that about Celtic for a long time. I used to really like look forward to watching our games with Ange. Like I, I would be buzzing whether I was going to the game or whether I was watching it on TV. I'd be absolutely buzzing to watch us play football. And now, as it feels like a bit of a chore. And like I looked at that fixture. <laughs> I know I predicted a four 0 win in last week's pod, but I looked at that. <laughs> I, I looked at that fixture and just thought, Do you know what? I don't fancy this today. And I look at I look at ahead of our fixtures now, and we're out of two cup competitions. There have been real glimpses of potential and sign of a really good team there but it, it's getting really hard for me to defend it and so I'm not going to try to you said what would my top three excuses be pretty much the same as I've been moaning about throughout the course of this podcast number one would be the lack of strength of the squad the damage has been done in this summer window it's appalling it's right back to classic Peter Lowell days of signing these project duds All of the, out of all of them you could maybe make a case for well you could make a case for Palma and then you tried to make a case for Yang Yang last week I did 
as you reminded me on the last pod as well. You know, he came on and actually looked brighter. But you've got to be hopeful that these guys turn around and do. Well, something. no, I'd, I'd, I'd get half of them in the bin. I'd maybe keep home for a bit of promise. Like no, maybe but I mean, like you've got to like... act as if you know you've got to try and live with that like hope, then expectation that they're going to do something, even though you know deep down that they're duds. It's not nice to write anybody off because I'm the exact same with certain players in our team. But you do try and go, oh, they might actually turn it around. They might. Speaking of duds, we've still got Mikey Johnson, who was, probably should have gone four years ago. We've still got James Forrest, who probably should have gone two years ago. There's a serious problem with us keeping players on too long here. Greg Taylor is another one who's just not stepped up to levels. I think the lack of Maida in the team is exposing him as a fullback. Maida has a work rate of about three players. And now you're seeing what Taylor's like on his own. The drop-off is just crazy. And I don't know what's going on. There's just something that just doesn't seem right. Yet again, at Celtic. And this could be an overreaction. We had our fair share of stinking performances under Ange, especially in the first season. But something just doesn't feel right. And all the confidence I had of a few weeks ago where I was saying, yeah, we're going to piss this league and you know, putting goals past teams for fun. And the Atletico game at home where I thought we were absolutely brilliant. It really feels like that's fading now. And we either need players back or... You know, only Celtic and Rangers, I think, could sign 10 players in a summer and come out weaker. And that's, exa- <laughs> that's exactly what we've done. I'll get off my soapbox now, but No, but that, I'm mate, that's, that's the, uh, the point that probably defines this season, you know. Like Pat, what, what, do you think, what, do you what do you think is more defining, losing Ange's manager or losing Jota? I think it's got to be Ange, really. I think uh, I'd have backed Ange to find a decent replacement if, uh, if he'd still been in charge. The recruitment under Ange was pretty phenomenal like he'd signed more players that were of benefit to the squad than than not he also you know to to his credit in some ways wasn't shy of getting rid of a player if they wanted away um how we miss jackamacus now but Ange was Ange had the balls to 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 get rid of him and now it seems we're just back to this model of low-balling teams and getting these project players in and the Celtic fans are, I think, rightfully really pissed off. The worry for me is the fans who didn't want Rodgers back now feel as if they're being justified. And I still I still feel as if it'll come good. But this this is a low point. That's the lowest I've felt all season. We've had, we've had some pretty brutal results this season and some brutal performances. But yeah, that's the lowest I've been. That's the lowest point of Celtic season for me. I certainly think Rangers had the benefit of obviously playing first this weekend as well, so didn't have the chance to bottle it. Um, yeah. But what were your what were your thoughts, Scotty, on on that Rangers performance? I think um, we started like the opening minutes. You know, we've did you start from, in the opening minutes? No, what I'm saying is like we saw in the opening minutes a, a real aggre- aggressive intent to just pile bodies into the box and create chances. Whereas, you know, I've been saying to you boys the whole season so far before Clement really started to come in and implement his style it was really slow ponderous football for a good opening 15-20 minutes you know we're trying to play out wide and then cross the ball whereas it was just right long ball okay it doesn't work we'll try an, an incisive 1-2 or you know so I, that was quite nice to see and obviously then a few minutes after that positive start, we we can see. <laughs> I was going to say the Dundee not scoring. Like- yeah, 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 yeah. So I built myself up here, you know. Um, so it was a really positive. You literally opening. just built your own cliff for you to jump yeah, off. Yeah, so. I like to go paragliding, you know. <laughs> um, but 
you know, it was a positive opening few minutes and then it's the same thing that's come back to haunt us time and time again, just a poor piece of defending at a set piece, you know, and then it results in a goal. There's five bodies around the Dundee boy, fair play, it's a great finish. Um, but, you know, we don't deal with that, so it comes back to bite us. But I have to say, before that, Jack Bowen ma- makes an excellent save, you know, and he has been... The shining light in this team. What a signing! This season, it's yeah. phenom- honestly, phenomenal. Honestly, phenomenal. I'd have done anything like, for that signing now. Looking, look with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, um, it's the best piece of recruiting Michael Beale will ever do. <laughs> like you know, like, I thought even sorry. So it's, I know we're talking about Rangers, Sky, but you know I love to dig Joe Hart yeah. out. Even Kilmarnock's second goal yesterday, Pat. Like you're 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 hoping your goalkeeper saves that. Yeah, I think you'd expect a a top keeper to save it and that's not what we've got at the moment I think you can make a case for how Hearts really obviously benefited the sort of leadership of the changing room and the benefit and having an experienced like keeper in there under and he was great but the, again the consensus of all Celtic fans was at the end of last season thanks very much Joe this would be a good time to go but yet again Celtic rewarding players with contracts like Forrest Hart I'm just I'm just so disillusioned with it at the moment but it was like us a few seasons ago you know you could see the decline in McGregor now you know world class goalkeeper has been a tremendous player for Rangers and dug us out of some extreme like, shout there yes like a basic, world class keeper yeah, he couldn't he get was, a game for Hull before he signed for Rangers I don't think he's a world class keeper but. In my, well, it's my opinion my podcast alright so uh, but the bear and the bear, <laughs> the ballon bear goes to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but you know, I think if you look at him a few seasons ago, he was he was on a decline. His decision making wasn't great. So, and then we replaced him with a guy who's. I said at the beginning he'd be itching to prove a point and. To Sorry, like I'm just thinking about this big, like, staunch award ceremony that happens every year in the Loudoun. <laughs> it's just a big golden bear statue holding a, holding a pair Tina, of Tina Turner, simply the best, comes home <laughs> yeah. with the awards that you give it Hey, you know how to party. Who's, uh, yeah. <laughs> who's Ballon Bear at the moment in the current squad? Jack Button. Jack Button. <laughs> Uh, Another world class keeper. Hey, oh. listen. I mean, if you compare him and Onana, I would take Jab Bond over him any day. Like it's not even a contest at this point. But come back to but going, you know, because he's not great according to the English, you know, media, he's not great with the ball at his feet, so he can't play for a top six team. But he's one of the best keepers England have produced in the last twenty years. So I think. You know, there's a reason why he played for England at such a young age. Youngest ever keeper to play for England. Exactly. So, and I'm just really thankful that we've actually got him because I, I dread to think where we would be without him. You know, I know that the gap's close now, but... More second. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> I thought after, obviously, the, the whole Dundee scoring after five minutes, you know, that could have turned really nasty. You know, the crowd could have turned on, on the players' back and that could have got really toxic really quickly. However, I think credit has to be given to the players for rolling their sleeves up and just cracking on and really carving Dundee open. I know I've slated Dessers on here and the jury's still out whether he can really be here for 
the duration, but I have to say he took his goal really well. Um, and I think his overall play was better. So I think Clement came out and said afterwards it's more of a fitness thing with him. He needs him to be up to a, f- like a fitness standard that allows him to play like that for the full 90. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, that's a Rangers jinx hitting him then. He's going to be injured for three months soon. Injuries just have absolutely ransacked this team. And we're now forced to play in a fullback as a defensive midfielder because the red card... Although that got appealed today, so hopefully he's... Does he miss the cup final, Scotty? I think if we didn't appeal it, he would have, but I think because we've appealed it, it kind of... It's a smart There's piece a of... surprise. Hey, listen, you got... It's there, it's there in the law. They just love game. a wee appeal, don't they? Listen, you've got... Listen, you've got to do it, boys. You've got to do it. So I think because the appeal's in, it might not kickstart until next week. Yeah, Scotty, I've got to say, man, after a, I'm, I'm seriously regretting my wager with you from the last pod. I'll be what I've got. I've got it. I've got it primed and ready I'll for be you. Yeah. Watching that European game on Thursday with a with two <laughs> open eyes. I tell you what. How do you see that one going? So I think it's going to be a challenge. I really do. Um, as you know, Seville's not the most happy hunting ground for us. Or us. Um, or are you guys? I. You're going to go back and drink some toilet water. Uh, nah, I left my stomach in uh, Spain, so I'll be all right with that. <laughs> I'll stay at home and drink some good Scottish tap water. That that that'll save me. But no, I think I think it'll be a difficult game. I think we might scrape it one 0 Right. I think okay. it'll be a really tight contest. So I'm going to say one 0 Pat, one thing I wanted to ask you, I was thinking about on the drive home. There's how important is this European game to Celtic? I was buzzing for the. Lazio and Atletico Madrid home games and I'm petrified for this one it's come at a really bad time I think for Celtic if we get a reaction and we win it then it's a massive monkey off the back it's just a shame it's coming in a dead rubber you know and it's it's kind of hard to tell where the team's really at in the Champions League if we win this game because it's all about winning the games under pressure that matter it's so frustrating that, that we've not picked up we've played well in other games and not picked up points because a must-win game at Celtic Park to guarantee progression would have been unbelievable and would have really, I think, lifted the support at a really vital time. But because it's a dead rubber, it's going to be hard to tell how important it is until after the game. If we get pumped, <laughs> it could be important and in a really bad way for Celtic. If we win it, like you say, it could be that sort of psychological boost. I would take a draw if you offered it to me right now, especially when you consider the players that we've got missing. Um, ages ago in the pod we talked about excuses I do think a fairly valid one would be the amount of players that we do currently have out injured you know, missing Maida, Abada, Hatati, Carter Vickers that's in, that is, is that the heart of the squad we've got half the Victoria reserved for our players so I mean <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how strong does, does uh, Brennan Rogers go on the game Pat? the bigger game right now is Hearts at Home on you know at the weekend we we absolutely have to win that I think the next three league games for Celtic before the Old Farm are absolute must wins we've still not won three consecutive games in a row this season wow that's a start it's bonkers wow. see you could spin Rogers' you could spin Rogers' record either way at the well, moment we do every, <laughs> every week well yeah that's true he got in a way when at Ibrox the team have played well in Europe and we're still top would be the argument from some quarters the other argument could be we're already out of two competitions. We got pumped away 
And we might get beat by Bucky Thistle in January. <laughs> Do we not have any players by January, mate? I, I think Rogers will name a strong starting lineup because he doesn't really have any alternative. We're already playing some of the reserves, so you can't really, you know, there's only a certain amount of players that are registered for these European games. I'm sure he'd like to bring in some fringe players and rest people for the weekend, but I, I actually don't think he can. Um, if it was me, I'd be going for the win. You know, if Rogers is here for the long haul, we'll wait and see then he needs to pick up this this win in the Champions League at home he's still not got one so I think it'll, it'll matter to him I think it it gets rid of yeah it ends that um, ongoing yeah. statistic as well so oh, listen, I'd, be, I'd love to get a win I'm desperate for a win uh, I'm not sure how big a game it is for Feyenoord either um, if they still have something to play for I think this could it could be ugly um, if you offered me a draw right now I'd take it and I I feel so despondent you know if I feel in that way about a Celtic game in the Champions League because I've been so buzzing for the other ones but this is what they've done to me well well, here's a question for you twofold actually would you now accept a draw in the Old Firm game and who do you think will be top after that Old Firm game no not accepting a draw it's uh, when you play Rangers at home it's always must win game anything less than a draw is a bad result for Celtic when you play Rangers at Celtic Park and like I've said earlier on, the only reason Celtic are top, I think, is by virtue of how bad Rangers have been. And a point that we've made countless times on this pod, and it's been made countless times everywhere else, is how Rangers seem to always manage to find a way to buck, buckle under the pressure of big games. And Rangers have some massive games coming up. And I, yeah. you know, and I think they've got a game every three or four days for the next month, and that's the only thing that gives me hope for this. But I think I think if we come through all those big games, you know, like the Betis, the the Cup final, I really think these two games will show clear signs of intent from Clement about what his team. Forget some of the players, and I know that we've discussed them entirely. But I think from him as a manager, like what he will get out of players going forward, and I think if he can get a result. On both of those occasions, I think it will just set us up for the rest of the, the season, especially the. It'll give me a lot of hope going into the Celtic game. Here's a question, Scotty. Yeah. Which game would you rather win if you can only win one of the next two? <laughs> oh, um, are you talking about Betis or. Betis and Aberdeen? I think um, I'd rather win the cup final, mate, to be honest. I think. Um, From your own got- personal point of view, that you've got to wear a sheep outfit or for the benefit of your club. A bit of both, really, you know, from personal pride and um, personal ah, embarrassment. Your, pride, so. your pride's gone, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After drinking toilet water, you know. Um, I think I think because we've not won it in a while, you know, it's been the one trophy that has escaped us, you know, since we've come back. So I, I think that has to be full focus. And we do have European football after Christmas anyway, so it's not like we've not got something after Christmas you know but I think that's probably the more important game I think it just obviously Betis would be nice and then it would guarantee Europa League Going back to your second question Steve I think Celtic will still be top after the Rangers game And what is that that opinion based on? That opinion is based on the fact that despite everything that's going on I still fancy us to beat Rangers in a pressure game with no Rangers fans at Celtic Park Uh, even if the Green Brigade issue hasn't been resolved by then I certainly hope it has the place will be rocking. I don't think and it will. We'll see. 
I, would I, count I, I can't see Rain- I cannot see Rangers coming and winning away this yeah, current but, Rangers but team. Do you think Rangers might be already be top by that point and then just come in a draw is a good result for them? <sighs> On current form, it's it's really hard for me to make the argument. But no, I think Celtic will. I I think Celtic will respond. Celtic have to respond. We cannot play as bad as we could in that second half. And if they do, then it's going to get ugly. It's going to be COVID teams, boys. It's going to be sharks flying everywhere. Honestly, it's going to be <laughs> tremendous watching. Like, man, the year's going to be off to a great start. Like, you know. It's going to be watching the whole games and not just the highlights. I'm yeah. so optimistic. Celtic have to straight, <laughs> we have to scrape through to January and invest heavily in the team and beat Rangers. And that simply has to happen. But we've had this debate, mate. I don't, yeah, I just don't see how the board are just going to be like, oh, no worries, mate. Here's, here's 10 million. Like it's just, I just don't see that happening. Like you well, said, that's what Peter they promised. Lowe's him. frugal. Do you mean with yeah, the money? Nat Phillips, and... Nat Phillips also goes back. Thank sure not that. God for that. <laughs> I bet he goes back. And now Liverpool have got uh, Joe Matipa. He'll be back in the squad. Do you know what's actually insane? Someone posted this on Twitter or X <laughs> the other day, right? And said, uh, "Mad to think that Liverpool's reserve centre has for a time where Ben Davies and Nat Phillips." <laughs> yeah, they they, they, they kind of get into shocking. One one defence will get to Nat Phillips. I think he needs a run of games. But um, yeah, listen, he, he maybe has been found out. But he can't do it against I, 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 I don't I'll, think he's uh, going to do it in the Premier League. I, I thought he'd be really good for, for Celtic, to be honest with you. So, Scotty, obviously yeah. a, a good week for Rangers and all. How excited are you in terms of the possibility of being ahead of Celtic and going into the old firm and after the old firm? And are any of those scenarios likely? I, I think there's positivity like there. I think we still have, do you know what I mean? I want to be excited, you know, like Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah Winfrey's couch, excited, you know. But um, what? Have you not seen that? No, when he's like, he's talking about when he's like married to Katie Holmes, and he's like bouncing up and down across an entire why studio. Is, why is that your reference? Is that your reference? I don't know. It was the first thing that came to my head. So <laughs> that was uh, the first thing that came to your head about excitement levels. Yeah, I couldn't think Tom of Cruise anything. And Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> yeah, it was a, you it was can a, cover that dark room though, Scott. It opened your horizons. Okay, right, that's fine. I've been stuck in the the, the bear bear cave for a while, so. Um, no, I think I think there's there is a level of excitement just about Clement and what he can bring to this team and if he's back then as I said to you boys when he was appointed I think it'll be bring a lot of success if he's given the opportunity <laughs> however I'm trying to temper my my you excitement need to, you need to give me an answer no no I'm just exi- I'm just explaining that I think based on previous problems with the squad as, as mentioned you know it's, it's hard to go and think that they will overtake and then go on and win the league um, I think I, I want to say yes but I'm also are you going to be top after the old firm game yes or no <laughs> after I know I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get my point across mate you know I don't know what your point is I know but you've been greeting all episodes so uh, I, yes I do I think I'll be top <laughs> No, I just want to play. I just want to give a point to say that. And will you be? And will you be top based on the fact you beat Celtic at Celtic Park, or will you be yeah, already th- top going into the game? No, I think I think we'll be we'll win our game in hand. That'll claw the the gap back down to two, and then I think we'll get a... any away fans. Don't think so. No, there's not. But again, there's not the 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 Green Brigade to to bring that extra level of noise you know I'm not saying there's not going to be hostility or anything but I think that extra level that is at Celtic Park won't be there so sorry Tavernier will still shit himself and we'll win 
Hey, listen, it's well, just attacking free kick, mate, and then it'll penalty be more likely. Penalty free kick. The guy can do it all. All right. We start for you, by the way. Do you know Rangers haven't conceded a penalty in the league for seventy games? It's because we don't commit fouls in our box, oh. like any like any other club Ludicrous, in this league. Mate. We don't commit fouls in the Ludicrous. box. Gosen's got his goalie gloves on. Listen, stop pulling shirts in the box, people, and then it won't be a foul. You know? Because Goldson never pulls people's top. Doesn't so. pull anybody. <laughs> that was That's actually, harsh. <laughs> that was actually a listener email we received in telling us that. But it forms part of a wider debate oh, that you're gonna get that you're gonna get hit with in a couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll save the rest for then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I still think Celtic could be top, lads. I, uh, there he is. He's, he's got his green as, boxer shorts on, boys much, and girls. As much as I take enjoyment out of seeing you boys come on podcasts and uh, different moods every single week, I like to just take a step back. And I do still think Celtic 1 to 11 is better than Rangers 1 to 11. The one thing that really worries me about Celtic, and I do think will cost you the league, if anything, is Joe Hart. And that's because you can't be brilliant every game. And if you've got players missing, sometimes you have to scrape results. And like I said, that come on and go for me. Just a fan, the first thing I thought when I seen it going yesterday was keeper could have saved that. It would have been a good save, but the keeper should have should have saved that at that level. Kept it 1-1, and then you could have went on to win that game. Um, and I do think that's going to cost you, say, five, seven points every season. said it a million times, we need a left-back, a right-back, a winger, a keeper, a striker, and a centre-back. And a centre-back. In a week where uh, Scotty had the opportunity to claw the Boy in the Bear podcast back to one point. Unfortunately, that is a point to Celtic. And that leaves it up to the trivia questions for you to not lose this episode, Scotty. So... Great. <laughs> just, I've just handed it to him anyway. That's great. Well, I'm, I'm going to let Patrick Fantastic. go first this week, mate. I'm going to let right. Patrick go this week. So, Paddy Boy... Question for Scott, please. I think it's quite an easy one, Scott. Not going to lie. You boys say it every week. We do. But I think they probably are. (laughs) So you've got the League Cup final this weekend. I want you to tell me who the Rangers goal scorers, plural, were in your last League Cup final win. No further clues, Your Honour. Okay, that's fine. What year was it in, Scotty? A long time ago. <laughs> it's been that long, I can't remember. Come on, mate. Even I knew this. Who won the yeah. Ballon Bear that year? Uh, Kenny Miller. <laughs> um, Is that your answer or no? Uh, no. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ten. How many Nine. How many goals were there? Eight. Seven. Eight goals, all right. Six. Okay. Five. I'm going to say Nikita Jelovic. Four. And two. Are you just going to talk over? I'll pause the I'll pause the clock there. That's correct. Right, thank you. I love that he thinks he's in charge. By the way, Scott, you have ten seconds, mate. Nikita Jelovic and who else? Was my question. Uh, (laughs) Scott's podcast. (laughs) Ballon Bear is up for award. Um, Come on, come on, I'm only doing this because he took ages. Yeah, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Chris Boyd. Oh, it was Nikita Jelovic and it was Stephen Davis that scored the opener in a 2-1 defeat of Celtic at extra time and what year was that in Patrick? 2011 well, there you go two things you learned in one night Scotty yeah. and, and to stop yourself losing the episode your question nice. for Patrick please oh, no he's already lost oh no I, you've chucked it <laughs> sorry 
the stop for an embarrassment. Your question well, I, for your question. I feel, for I feel bad for him, you know. I wanted to just like give him an easy out this week. You know, I've <laughs> he's had a hard time. He's been crying, rocking back and forth in his chair. So I thought I'd do him a solid here. And hopefully that that's returned in the future, but You're clearly not with you two bastards, eh? It takes so. you longer to ask a question than it does to give an answer. <laughs> and that's saying something. I'm just prolonging it. Um we right, know. okay, Pat. Who was appointed the manager of Celtic in June two thousand? That is an easy question. Ten. June two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like there's a real obvious one there. Could be, could be not. Um not saying anything. Apparently, I'm not to talk anymore. I'm going to say Martin O'Neill. Yes, correct. Thank God, man. It was a man. I Although, was... Can I can I just say I think there should be a VAR because he interjected me after five seconds with a clown to, to tell so. you he had the there correct answer. Should be a VAR decision for the correct answer. Yeah, is that <laughs> what we're doing on this podcast? <laughs> I'm just trying thought... to claw. I'm just trying to claw it back. <laughs> you did bon- make me panic, though. I thought that was maybe like a interim manager there or something. Yeah. Like a, well, we... I tripped up on Dalglish a couple of weeks ago. Well, so. a wee bonus point that means absolutely nothing if you can name the manager before him. Um, well, Steve done his research this week I just know more about your clubs than you boys That's your job mate Aye, Nat Phillips would be a good sign right. <laughs> <laughs> You might know more about history But you're shite at current players aren't you Nat Phillips, Ben Davies so, um, Both pish <laughs> Just like your was sporting the, department John, What was that John Barnes Steve? Hey, what was John Barnes at I? There we are done there you go, mate. Get it right up you It's not that me. So officially that episode goes to Celtic and Paddy Boy. Nice to win something. <laughs> so moving on to predictions. The current scores on the door are Paddy with 23, Steve with 24 and Scott with 23. Now this week Celtic play at home to Hearts and Rangers of course have the cup final against Aberdeen but we are still going to do predictions for both those games. So since you've got the cup final Scotty you go first please mate. Yep, thank you. I'm going to say it's going to be 2-1. Rangers in the cup final. Normal time or extra time? Uh, normal time. Okay. Uh, and I think I think it's going to be a difficult game for Celtic. Hearts are in good form. Lost think, the last game. Yeah, no, but the, overall they've they've been in good form. The manager's just off the back of an award, so obviously they've improved despite losing their last game. Thanks very much. Um, I think they'll be up for it. I think Their last Celtic, two, have they not, no? Yeah. The lost yeah, Rangers yeah. and Aberdeen. Yeah, good form yeah. though. But it doesn't matter. Still, still, still on form though. Still in a decent vein of form. Um, <laughs> if you didn't interrupt me, I would have got there quicker, mate. Um, oh I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go two one hearts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that buzz in the table. Fair play. Listen, got it, mate. You know, it's Christmas. Also made him go first this week, so he could just copy you. Oh, thanks, appreciate that. No, so I, went two, I, I just think your team's going to lose again. 2 1. Your predictions, please, Pat. I think Rangers are going to win the cup final and they're going to smash Aberdeen. I think it will cost Robson his job. I think it could be five, but I'm going to say 4 0 to Rangers. Do you oh. think he gets sacked for that? Uh, they've, they've been pretty dreadful. 
Good result yeah. on the weekend. The Good result, at, yeah. But the Langlochen at the bottom of the table, though. And I don't uh, think the fans have quite turned on them yet. But yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so yeah, I'm gonna say four 0 to Rangers because uh, then anything less than that is a bonus for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Celtic, I'll, uh, I'll say two one to Celtic. Two one Celtic. Uh, okay. Aberdeen always do turn up for Rangers, as Scott has reminded us on countless occasions. I do think, though, Rangers will have enough. Um, I'm going to go Rangers to win that 3-1. But I actually think Aberdeen may take the lead. Just just a wee surprise shout there. And I think Celtic, yeah. Listen, I think Celtic will beat Hearts quite comfortably. I'm going to go 4-1 with a goal for Lauren Shankland in there. You've been listening to The Boy and the Bear. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us your thoughts to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. Please also send the link to the pod to your mates and ask them to check it out as well. That would be much appreciated. And please do follow us on Instagram at boybearpod. Here we go, help. Follow, follow. See you same time next week, boys. Bye. Maybe not the same time. <laughs>